0: Welcome to season four of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. This is episode 39, and it's the first episode of a three part series How Retailers Can Tackle Fear in the Fourth Quarter of 2020. This particular episode will be dedicated to the fear of liquidating inventory. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. So, how are you? How are you feeling? How's your business doing? I often feel like these podcast episodes, even though I'm by myself, I'm still chatting with all of you or I'm chatting with some of you individually. And I love when I get responses and emails and DMs on Instagram where you all say you just kind of feel like you're sitting here having a conversation with me and I appreciate it. So I thought I'd check in and just ask those questions like how really how are you? how are you feeling? How is your business doing? I know it's different for all shopkeepers. I, I will say that I am pleasantly surprised and really happy to see how many shopkeepers are doing well, but I know some are struggling. And I just want to say that I see you and that I'm aware of it. And that's part of the inspiration for this, for these next three episodes. But I just want to talk a little bit about my past three weeks. I think it's been three weeks. I took a break from the podcast, maybe four. And in that time, I actually took 10 days off from my own store. So special shout out to my sister for covering for me while I was gone. Her and I have learned that over the years that when each of us takes vacation, we really try to make it a priority to handle things on our own in order to preserve each other's time off. And that is really important. And I appreciate it. And I'm sure she appreciates it. Although, you know, sometimes we do have to reach out, but it probably it's the least we've ever done before where we just kind of back off and we're like, we'll just figure it out. She's not here. We'll figure it out. We'll make an executive decision. We'll write it on a notepad and leave a list so that when the person comes back, they can answer those questions. But time off is precious, and if you do take time off from your retail business, I'm sure you you realize that, and I'm sure you don't want to be bothered either. But on my time off, I went on vacation with my little family. We took a road trip to northern Michigan, and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Definitely COVID, lots of mask wearing, and lots of activities outdoors where it was just the three of us walking, hiking, on our bikes, but it was gorgeous, and we really had a good time. And then when I came back, I had a lot to catch up on, and even my husband commented and said, man, he said, I'm I'm surprised, like, you really didn't open up that laptop. And I didn't, so I'm going to pat myself on the back. There have been vacations I've taken where I was on the laptop a lot, and that wasn't the case this time. But I am happy to be back, and I'm really looking forward to this season. So I've learned that taking time off between seasons, it really rejuvenates me. So here I am, and I'm all excited to dive back in. So let's go ahead and get started on this episode. My intention for this three-part series first, I wanna say that it's to help shopkeepers work through some common fears. Some of them I'm seeing right now, but really I see them all the time. They might be a little bit more elevated, or a little bit more prevalent because of the COVID situation. Uh, But I want to make sure that I talk about these. And I also want to add that these episodes won't be all doom and gloom. I say the word fear, but the episodes are really about how can I help you conquer that fear? And fear is a reality. So many of us experience it, like I said, especially this year. But I don't want to hide from it. I don't want to not talk about it. Uh, And more importantly, I want to talk about how to make it better, how to lessen it, how to battle it, how to conquer it. And uh, probably the one thing that we can do to conquer fear is to take action. So I want to talk about that too. Before I get started, I want to add another thing that if you're a shopkeeper that just dives all in and fear doesn't slow you down, uh, give you a ton of credit, that's fantastic. Keep doing what you're doing. But sometimes I think it's important to still listen to these episodes because you might have a business partner who doesn't feel the same way and experiences a lot of fear. Uh, You might have a sales manager or associate that is feeling this way, or maybe even a biz bestie. And I know when a biz bestie comes to me and we have conversations and they tell me about a problem they're experiencing, I want to be able to help them or point them to a resource or tool. Or a podcast episode, I can't tell you how many podcast episodes, and not even of my own, that I've shared with some of my biz besties to help them conquer whatever issue they were experiencing. So go ahead and give these episodes a listen, and maybe you can help someone in the future. So, now to talk about my intention for this particular episode it's to inspire you to get rid of your stale inventory. I want to start this three-part series on the topic of fear by telling you that worry pretends to be useful. I'm going to say that one more time for you worry warts out there. Worry pretends to be useful, but worrying isn't helpful. It just clutters your brain. I recently heard this on an older episode of Brooke Castillo's podcast. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of her. I'll link it in the show notes. But it really resonated with me when she said that worry pretends to be useful. I myself worry a little bit. And when I do, it tends to feel, um, sometimes it's heavy, most times it's just annoying. So, if you're a big worrier, if you worry all the time, I can only imagine how that feels. Regardless of whether we're in the middle of a pandemic or not, the fear of getting rid of inventory that's been sitting in your store for way too long is common in retailers. So, if you think you're alone for feeling that way or thinking that way, you're not. I've seen it for years, I've seen it with clients, I've seen it in group members. I've experienced it in conversations with other shopkeepers. I want to stress, this is really important, that sitting on old, stale inventory is one of the worst things that you can do in your retail business. It can break you. It really can. And that's why this topic is so, so important and why I wanted to start off with this in this first episode of the season is because I can't stress it enough. You have to get rid of it. So why is there fear around stale inventory? Well, I've identified five reasons. And of course there can be more, but because of the volume or the the number of conversations I've had with other shopkeepers, and I see repeat patterns, these are the five reasons why people usually have fear around that old inventory. And this isn't in any particular order. One isn't more prevalent than another. Um, I just wanted to make sure that I list them just in case it resonates with you and you're like, yep, that's me. Tell me what I need to do. The first one is perception. And in this instance, the retailer says, I'm not a discount store and I don't want to damage my brand by by discounting items in my store. Well, my tough love response to this particular retailer is You may not have a store if you don't get the cash flow going. So stop worrying about perception and start creating maybe a way to liquidate your inventory that does fit with your brand. Number two is losing potential profit. And in this situation, the retailer says, I paid for this merchandise to make a profit on it. What's the point of discounting it if I can't 2X my investment? So my first response is, it doesn't have to do with a fear. It actually has to do with pricing. If you are blanket pricing everything in your store by just 2 xing the wholesale price, you're actually hurting yourself. And I'll save this for another episode. In the meantime, I'll link a blog post in the show notes where I talked about pricing products for your store. So the blog post links to another article that can be really helpful. And I often find store owners in their first year or two don't realize that you can even sometimes 3x or 4x some of your wholesale prices. But more important to address this thought, it's better to make something than to make nothing on the item. If you have boxes of inventory in your storage room that didn't sell, collecting dust or maybe in a basement where, it gets, where you risk getting it damaged, Go ahead and generate some revenue on it before it's a total loss. I went off on a tangent about pricing to start. But the most important thing here is if you're worried about losing potential profit, it's really more important to focus on making some money on it than making no money on it at all. I hope I came across there. Sometimes I go off a little bit and then you have to like bring me back in. Okay, So the next fear around stale inventory is money mindset. This is number three. Similar to losing potential profit, which was number two, this one digs a bit deeper into the emotional aspect of this fear. If you live in scarcity, then you most likely feel that maybe there isn't enough money to help support your dream, your business, or your life. For example, if you lived in poverty or you grew up in a household where parents constantly said things like, we don't have money for that. We can't afford that. Money doesn't grow on trees. The thought of losing money on your merchandise can be real. I mean, this can be emotionally triggering or very scary. And I get it. And I want to acknowledge it. So it takes a little bit of practice to start thinking abundantly, to start thinking that you know, even if you do sell it, that it's it's a positive in your business. It will help your business. It will help with your cash flow. And cash flow means that you can go ahead and buy some fresh new inventory to come in. Maybe you can even shift your perspective. Instead of making this about you, maybe you can think about how happy your customers will be when they get a deal. So let's say, for instance, that you're taking this merchandise and you have a box of it somewhere and you're just afraid to let go and you're afraid, you know, the 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 whole money mindset thing is is keeping you from moving forward or getting rid of it. Instead of making it about yourself, think about how fun it would be for your customers to get a deal, to do something fun with it. So I think it's really important especially around money mindset that sometimes we have to make we have to take baby steps. It's thinking differently, it's embracing other things, it's changing perspective and moving that ball forward instead of going back into that panic of there isn't enough money and there'll never be enough money for me. Okay, so number four is the retailer that says that they don't know how to sell it. They don't know how to sell that old inventory. And I wanna say that sometimes this one is an excuse. Yes. If this is you and you're saying, well, I don't know how to get rid of it. I'm calling you out on it. Usually the shopkeepers with a strong fear on this topic know they can get creative or see what others are doing to clear out of old inventory, but fear keeps them from taking action. Fear tells this particular retailer, oh, you're confused. You don't know what to do. You don't know what the next steps are. But deep down, you know what you what you can do. You know what you should do. Um, So stop telling yourself that you don't know what to do. I am pretty certain that most of us are savvy, hence the name Savvy Shopkeeper. You can figure it out. You do know what to do. Don't let fear hold you back. Number five, and this is a big one. This is really common. It's the fear of going live on social media, the fear of doing Facebook lives, going live on Instagram. This particular retailer will say in a really whiny voice, I just want people to come into my store. Why do I have to do anything on social media? Can't they just come in and shop? Or then there's the retailer who says, this isn't about me. I'm uncomfortable going live. It makes me sweat. (laughs) And if anyone knows the sweaty situation, it's me. I will joke often in master shopkeepers about perspiring when I go live. And I say perspire, but what I really mean is a full out sweat, like dripping down my back kind of sweat. (laughs) So I get it. I just take action and that means going live and that means conquering my fear. So for those of you that are afraid or it makes you uncomfortable, it makes me uncomfortable too. I just do it. I know without uncertainty that going live on social media is a really effective method for liquidating inventory, particularly this year. In the end, going live doesn't mean it's about you. It's about your store. It's about your customers. Stop digging your heels in the sand. Things have changed, which means we need to change. And I'm okay being the one to tell you, It's time to go live. That's why I enjoy coaching so much. I'm not afraid to push people beyond their limitations because the results are usually worth it. Regarding a Facebook Live sale, I could see that there would be many questions around this. So I just want to mention that if you're a subscriber to the Shopkeepers Lab, and that's at shopkeepersacademy.com, if you're a subscriber to that lab, you'll find a full lesson I recorded on how to host a successful clearance sale on Facebook Live. And this is a lesson that teaches you how to host a clearance sale on Facebook Live without Comment sold. And Comment sold is a specific software that does a lot of the work for you when you're hosting comment type selling events on Facebook, it'll automatically invoice your customers. Yes, it's great, and I'm by no means bad-mouthing them, but it doesn't work for all shopkeepers. It doesn't, like if you're not selling regularly on Facebook Lives, for instance, my sister and I, we only do it a few times a year, so it doesn't make sense for me to invest in comments sold if I'm not using it regularly. For some, it's an amazing tool, well worth the investment. But if you're only choosing to do this a few times a year or maybe, maybe once every few months, you can hold a really successful sale on Facebook Live or even Instagram Live without any fancy software. And that's what this lesson teaches you. And it gives you the step by step because I can understand the feeling of how do I do this or how do I, you know, what are the signs I need to create so people know what they're bidding on and how do I time it and what do I need to have prep? And what do I need to do to get the orders ready? And do I ship or do I just offer pickup? In our situation, we, ought, we were discounting enough that it was such a great deal that we only offered local pickup. I also want to add that I personally know that these clearance sales on Facebook are really effective and they can inject cash into your business. And that's exactly what we did in our own business, and it helped push us forward I think we were right in the middle of our store being mandated when we did it or right before we were set to open again. And it made a big difference because we were able to take that cash and turn it into new fresh inventory. So our customers who were coming in or going to our online shop, they were all seeing new fun things. They were, it was inspiring them and motivating to shop with us again rather than seeing the same stuff that we had in the store. So to summarize, there are five causes of fear around selling stale inventory. Number one was perception. Number two was losing profit. Number three was money mindset. Number four was claiming to not know how to sell it. And number five is the fear of going live on social media video. The new sponsor for this podcast is the Shopkeepers Academy. Tell me if you can relate to this as a shopkeeper. You crave sisterhood from other retail shop owners going through the same thing. You desperately search online for tools or education that will help you get ahead as a business owner, but Google is exhausting because you're busy running a business. And when you do find resources online, it isn't tailored to your type of business, an independent retail store. You need the guidance of lessons and information that empower you to keep your business afloat, or better yet, thriving in this stressful world. That's where the Shopkeepers Academy comes in. The Shopkeepers Academy is an online platform that was built specifically for independent retail business owners. It's a one-stop shop to sign up for education and community. Whether you wanna grab an affordable ebook like a nine-page shipping guide, or get access to a comprehensive list of lessons by subscribing to the Shopkeepers Learning Lab, Or if you want to join Master Shopkeepers, and that's a paid mastermind group of brick and mortar store owners, you'll know that every option in the Academy was designed for you, the independent retail business owner. I want to help all brick and mortar retailers work less and profit more. Is this what you want too? Visit shopkeepersacademy.com for more information. So next, I want to talk about how do we conquer these fears. And I will do this in in each particular episode on this series. There are six ways that I'm going to suggest that you you can overcome your fears in business. So the first way to overcome your fear in business is to identify the fear. We've done that. Okay, we know if you're the one that's sitting on three, four, 10 boxes of old inventory, if your storage area is full of old stuff that you don't know what to do, if there are boxes or loose, you know, merchandise and inventory all over your basement, I see you, I know you, I'm watching you, I'm talking to you. I want you to get it out like yesterday. We've identified it. That's the fear. Number two is realize it's not about you. And I've already said this a few times in the episode. So remember what you do is you provide value to your customers. Don't sit on that value. You're essentially sitting on your own hands and hurting yourself. Don't do that. This isn't specifically about you. It's about providing value to your customers. Number three, determine the worst case scenarios. So what's the worst that can happen here? The worst that can happen here is if you don't generate cash flow and you really need it, you're going to hurt your business. The best thing that can come out of this is that you generate thousands of dollars so you can start ordering new inventory. I mean, that's that's great. There's no harm in that. It's just a matter of pushing through the fear, and it is possible. I've already said that. Number 4, focus on your why. So, of course, for most of us, when you say, Why do you do this? you know, a lot of us will say, Because we love serving our customers. We love providing them with value. We love teaching them. We love helping them decorate their homes. We love giving them outfits that they feel comfortable in and feel amazing in. I mean, I can go on and on. We love giving someone the ability to find the perfect gift for someone who's mourning. I mean, so many reasons why we do what we do. But your why could also be that you contribute to your household, or maybe it goes bigger than that. You're the breadwinner, and this is how you pay the bills at home. So one of the ways you can conquer your fear is to focus on your why. Number five, and I've said this too, is to take action. Start planning, whether it's a gradual markdown of some of the inventory that you have or a full-blown Facebook Live clearance sale event. Taking action is what your business needs. And number six is find your support system. This is why I lead two savvy shopkeeper communities. The shopkeeper's lab is one and master shopkeepers is another. The encouragement and support can be what you need to push you through the fear or get your questions answered. And I've seen so many conversations around Facebook Live sales, about how do people get rid of their inventory? I've seen it in both communities, particularly in Master Shopkeepers, where after we were mandated to close and some people run Facebook sale events really, really effectively on their Facebook pages, they were nudging the other shopkeepers who were saying i'm afraid to do it i don't know what to do i loved the interaction between the two groups where the the more experienced facebook live sale hosts were saying you can do this you got this we you have the tools we can tell you what to do we can help you and it did it inspired some of them to go live and now they're going live regularly and they're selling regularly because In this year, we don't know who's comfortable coming out to shop. We see there's a difference in foot traffic. So in order for us to provide value to our customers, it might mean that we have to bring it to them in the form of social media, in digital ways, rather than in our brick and mortar stores. So in the next two episodes, I'm going to dive deep into the fear of selling. With all of the world and local problems going on right now, some shopkeepers feel their business maybe isn't important. So selling doesn't feel important, followed by the fear of buying. Some shopkeepers are feeling concerned about whether consumers will spend during this holiday season or at least spend as much as they normally do. You know, as retailers, we can see the change in consumer behavior and what they're buying, So there are a lot of unknowns and it's keeping retailers from placing orders and buying what they normally would have bought to prep for Q4. So I want to talk about that too in the upcoming episodes. So I think that wraps up this episode. If you have any thoughts around it, I hope you all know you can DM me at Instagram. On Instagram, I should say my username is at Savvy Shopkeeper and that's two V's like Victor at Savvy Shopkeeper. If you have any thoughts around this, if I've inspired you to take action and clear out some of that inventory that you're sitting on, please let me know. I'd love to hear it. If you have another thought about this topic, I'd also like to hear about that. And if you want to see the show notes and see anything that I mentioned, I think I referenced a couple of podcast episodes and the article on pricing So, make sure you visit the show notes for that, and you can do that on my website, and that's savvyshopkeeper.com forward slash episode 39. Savvyshopkeeper.com forward slash episode 39. I want to say it feels great to be back. Uh, I am really looking forward to the season. I have so many ideas, so many topics. I also want to say that if you have a suggestion for an episode, Um, You can also DM me on Instagram and let me know what you'd like to learn about because I actually save, I usually save each episode idea and then I make sure I save who who mentioned it and wanted to hear more about that particular topic so I can talk about you in that episode. Not talk about you, but at least reference you, say that you inspired (laughs) that episode. So thank you again for listening. I really appreciate it. And until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.